Hello, Polytopians. Thanks for tuning in to the Polytopian Times. I'm your host, Sam, and today I am joined by eSpark. Thank you for joining me. Hello, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And today, folks, we are going to be running through the second in the eSparks Essentials series. Looking forward to it. A quick rundown on some of the level up options you get. In this case, border expansion versus population growth. So uh, without any further ado, let's jump right on into it. So I guess the answer to the question. Yeah, Sam, which is better? Border expansion or population growth? This is going to make everybody so happy, frustrated. Uh, It depends on your circumstances, of course, right? That's right. Just like everything else in Polytopia, it depends. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, well, folks, that's really it, it. There's some circumstances. Now, I'm in the camp of leaning towards population growth. Well, I actually see I used to be pure border expansion because I just liked having the bigger borders, taking up more territory, having more areas to heal in and more areas to control my roads in and stuff. But with time, I've come to respect population growth as a viable way to rush out some giants. So I've leaned towards it more and more often. But I mean, there's plenty of circumstances where you're still going to do it, right? Yeah, it's funny. The other day, a relatively new player asked me, so... You always get border expansion, right? (laughs) And I was like, no. I would say most of the time, I would say like uh, 75%, 80% of the time when I level up a capital, I will take population growth because I want that quick giant. Ah, yes, that's smart. That's fine, especially with the capital, too, because early on it matters more, right? Right. And that first giant is key. So getting that first giant faster gets yeah. to that monument, the Park of Fortune. Which is pretty huge. You want that first monument, give you an edge in getting a second giant out, right? Yeah. So the key really is you do the math, right? You mm. look at the resources just outside the little, you know, dashed line of the perimeter of your city and you count up how many giants can I get with population growth and how many giants can I get with expansion? If you can get two or more giants by expanding your borders, then you should do it. Sound advice. I mean... Really? Good rule of thumb. I guess that's one mark in the book for uh, border expansion, you know, if you can get all those extra resources. And and you do always want to keep an eye out. I guess it's not just like mines and, you know, lumber huts and stuff you got to keep an eye out for, even if on naval maps it matters. Yeah. Right. So that's another question. uh, complexity to think about is if you can expand borders and you can get either like good custom house spots, good sawmill spots, good forge spots, if you can get synergy, right? If you can expand your borders and get synergy with other uh, cities around it, then yeah, that's also worth it. The other thing is um, on water looking for whales. Right, right. Yeah, if you can get that extra 10 stars, that's just as good as getting a free ruin. If you can get a couple of them, it obviously can cover the cost of the tech and then hopefully give you a little bit of profit back, depending on, you know, 
how big you are at the time, of course. Yeah, and it depends on the map, obviously. But if you have an archipelago or continents and you, you know, there's even times where I have a city on the water and there's fog all around, but I just know from how the map spawn is that there's got to be a lot of deep water in the fog. A lot of times I will take yeah. the gamble and expand the borders. If I can get one whale out of it, it's usually worth it. So it's a gamble, obviously. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. sometimes you get lucky and you're like, woohoo, I got three whales. Right, right. Or, you know, hey, uh, maybe even some shallow water you can build ports in. Because, um, I mean, good luck if you lose the gamble. You're not going to want to try and build it back up with water temples. Yeah, but but the number one the number one thing is how many giants can you get? Number two is synergy, right? How can right, you right, right. optimize if you expand? Can you either get a good spot for a custom house or a mine or, or you know a sawmill or even like a windmill, right? Um, yeah. that's that's usually as the most complicated you get. Right, right. Yeah, you want to just really worry about um one to which your border expansion versus pop growth and overall how does it affect your infrastructure and your economy because principally that's what your play is going to be here obviously the giants are a huge military buff too but um I, the park of fortune is huge and the extra stars per turn help you make more stars later um so that's always good but i mean i guess there's always another reason to look at it if you want to be petty or if you feel like um, making some sacrifices, much as on occasion you might maybe want to make some walls to stop, you know, maybe a key city from being lost. Um, maybe in some maybe in some keys you could use border expansion in a similar way, right? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, you know, sometimes you expand the borders more as an offensive way to like get your zone of control to like get some territory away from your opponent either mm. you know i've seen it a few times or I, I did it just the other day where i should have done a border expand and i was kicking myself because i was like oh if i border expand i would have taken away my opponent's really good forge spot and now now right. they have that forge spot damn it so i was <laughs> kicking myself um but sometimes you want to affect offensively right take the offense um not offensive Off you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> no, no i understand when you want to be um aggressive aggressive yes aggressive yeah. you want to take it to, you want to take away resources from your opponent so even if maybe the net it's a net uh, gain for you in that you don't get another giant, but you prevent your opponent from getting a giant, then it might be worth it. And then, yeah, like you said, you know, just controlling territory uh, yeah. can be really powerful, especially with roads, right? Right, right, right. And I mean, if you want to be really, really, really petty, you could always just make sure someone can't level up their customs house fully. Exactly, exactly. And I saw this on... um. The other day, I was watching a bullet tournament. Yes. And uh, they expanded the borders. And I couldn't figure out why. Because I'm like, there's no resources. Like, it was, I don't <laughs> know. I think it was a Numaji. And it was just like an empty desert. And I'm like, why are you expanding borders? There's nothing there. And then my co-commentator explained, oh, no, that's 
that's for zone of control because they want to build roads and they want to right. stop their opponent from moving those riders onto those roads. If it was a neutral road, then anyone could use it. Yes. Yeah. And then I guess the extra bonus is you can ensure sort of this dead zone between your cities and any like even a rider coming in is at this at the furthest going to reach the edge of your city if it starts at the borders, right? Because it won't be able to use any roads or anything and it's two tiles away. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's you can even make them for. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, it can be a strong defensive play, too. And I am actually doing this in um a game we're doing on the server right now it's it's going very interestingly we're gonna we're gonna see how this works out but i'm uh, stuck in the corner as aquarian i think i've mentioned this on a different episode too at this point have i um yeah, yeah tell me remind me what the situation is oh yeah no uh so i'm where it's it's a team game where it was three versus three versus three at this point we've lost a number of players and um I guess the situation was pretty dire. Now we're down to um, the there's still three different teams, I think. Um, but uh, it's two versus three versus one with uh, one of the teams just being Polaris in the north. And, um, you know, we're, we're holding everything off. But I'm in the south next to my Symanti uh, ally, whereas I've got uh, a barter player and an Illyrian player hemming me off in the middle of the map. So we each only have three cities and I can't expand any further. I'm also all pretty much dry land with uh, an Aquarian setup. Um, so I've, I've finally managed to rush up tridents and roads and I'm, I'm doing a little okay. Early on though, I expanded borders and it wasn't just to allow my, obviously to take that zone of control for the road. So my tridents, my amphibians can be yeah. sort of useful, but also just to prevent the rider span that was inevitably going to happen. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about this game and I was mocking you for taking Aquarian up against a Symanti <laughs> and a Bardur. And then you reminded me, no, 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 Symanti is your ally. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. I yes, remember yeah. this game. I remember this. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. And uh, yeah, thankfully I exist still. So we'll, we'll see how it keeps going. Um, I've just got my Trident spam started. So uh, you know how that tends to work, hopefully. Yeah. Once you get that going, it can just snowball. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. Of course, uh, we'll, we'll see. They've got catapults up in this weird thing where they, they it's like they have explorers too. And they must know that I'm coming for them from a certain oh, yeah. range. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think, can you think of any other, you know, um, Deciding factors about when to expand your borders versus to get population? No, honestly, I'm with you there. Um, <laughs> I think we've uh, had a pretty exhaustive conversation on the subject at this point. We could probably wrap up the episode for sure. <laughs> Any plugs? Anything exciting going on? Uh, you know, that book's actually still coming. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, it's just that I'm slow at editing. Um, that really is it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out in a burst, and the first edition isn't going to have all the fantastic illustrations from Tan Eleven Pan just yet. Although an updated version will be uploaded after some time, with all of the illustrations added on, it's gonna be really nice. Hopefully, we'll have one for each of the treads at the start of the chapters, a nice illustration at the front, custom, and um, well, we'll see what else we can add on for each of the special events depicted. Sounds good. Yeah, I look forward to that uh, lore book coming out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, any plugs on your end? 
Um, I'm in a little bit of a, a fanfic uh, back and forth with one of the members of the Polytopian Times Discord. Ooh. Uh, so one of our regulars, uh, they go by, I think their username is Rippy, but the, currently ah. their nickname is Zabasi Farmtile. They uh, sent me a gift of a really wonderful uh, fanfic. It's very short. It's a one-off. It's a, from the point of view of a polytar. They asked me for a prompt. I gave them a prompt. And now they gave me a prompt. Um, they want me to write a story about tribe skins. So now I have to think a little bit about it. But we're going to be going back and forth kind of exchanging fanfics. Um, if anyone's interested, you can see it in the Talk to eSpark channel in the Polytopian Times Discord. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to go check that out myself. And, I mean, you know, folks, <laughs> go check it out. There's some free literature and some new lore there, too. I mean, I always enjoy a good Polytopia-themed story, so I'm just excited to see what you guys have got going on. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Um, I guess that wraps up our... Well, a real quick question. Anything else yep. going on with Polychamps or anything? Are they in the middle of a season lull? I won't lie, I've been kind of negligent since season 13. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of season 14. It's kind of winding down. Um, so the season will probably end in a month or so, and then we're going to take a break. But we have two off-season events that are kind of already going. There's the Junior Cup. We also have Apocalypse, which is the 1v3. We're probably going to start a free-for-all. And um, we are probably going to have a fun little non we're going to have a fun event to celebrate the fifth anniversary of the server. It's not going to be a tournament. It's just going to be like a fun little, uh, almost like a trivia-based thing. So look for that in the next month or so. All right. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Keep, your, uh, keep your eyes open. And um, I mean, I guess that's that's pretty much it. I, I can't really think of anybody else that's um, popping so we'll wrap up the episode no need to delay any further folks um thanks as always for tuning in and thanks for joining us Spark. yeah my pleasure thanks of course yes and uh until next time folks we will see you